So my topic, opportunities and constraints for Japanese women pursuing a career and as a subtitle between self-fulfillment and frustration already showing that there is some kind of, of tension with regards to, to this topic. Um, I, I'd like to, to, to show you as, as a start uh, a headline um, that is from, well, from an economist not that long ago, from the 29th of March, so just a couple of, of, of weeks ago. And the title was uh, Japanese Women and Work holding back half the nation. Women's lowly status in the Japanese workplace has barely improved in decades, and the country suffers as a result. Shinzo Abe would like to change that. And you see this uh, typically economist, this kind of witty uh, uh, design that put up here. So women being chained in a way by, by, by Japan in, in, their, in, their, in their progress. So that is, that is a current topic, and I was actually surprised to see how much uh, that was in, in the press, apparently, uh, here in Japan. I can also show you here, that is from the, from the German uh, Chamber of Commerce, uh, actually from last, uh, last month, from March, Japan Market, or Japan Market in English. And here you again see uh, a woman that is halfway a, a mother, right, with, with her baby, but on the other side, a, a career woman with, with her laptop. So again, a, a sign, and actually there are some, some 10 pages on, on, on that topic in, in, in this brochure as well. So apparently, um, it, is, it is becoming a, a very hot topic, and, and for me it's also a, a push that I finally should stop collecting data and also uh, start publishing. Um, so there is obviously, I mean, we, we, we know that uh, there is gender equality in Japanese organizations. We can ask ourselves, well, in, in which country would we not have gender equality? Uh, well, actually, I would argue in, in all, but this is then also a question of extent. i come back to that in, in a minute. There is, well, this nice uh, term of rice paper ceiling. So instead of glass ceiling, we have the rice paper ceiling here in Japan. Obviously, it's the same concept. Um, according to which women in many ways are still considered to be shokuba no hana, so office flowers or, or OL, office ladies, that this is in a way the, the kind of career that, that uh, or not career, but the kind of work they, they, they do. In many ways they are uh, temporary workers, a much higher percentage of, of Japanese uh, women work in temporary uh, employment in compared to, comparison to, uh, to men. Um, and are still very often expected to leave the corporation, if not after marriage, but then at least after, after childbirth. So this gender equality has been studied by many different um, subject areas, uh, by sociologists, by economists, by legal studies, feminists as well. And there are conflicting perspectives. I'd like to highlight here, uh, first of all, um, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the, at the different slide here. Um, gender equality in Japanese organization exists, yes, but we should acknowledge that change is occurring. And that is also very much now the topic that, that I uh, was looking into now because I saw a lot change, a lot more change than in previous years when I also looked at the same uh, topic. And I mentioned it before. Obviously, we should not, we as maybe as Westerners, should not be now too, too arrogant about that. Of course, we have the very same issues also in our countries. Right now, in Germany, for example, we have the very same issue about uh, the question, should we uh, introduce a quota for board members uh, as, as women or not? 
Um, however, uh, according to the World Economic Forum, Japan ranks quite low in terms of gender equality, only 105 out of 136. That is, of course, not a place Japan can be comfortable about. And the trend is even declining. So a couple of years ago, uh, th this number looked, looked uh, somewhat better, marginally better, but nevertheless. Coming back to what I just mentioned before, there are conflicting perspectives in terms of um, looking at the uh, situation of Japanese career women in Japan. The feminist view is, is straightforward. So it draws attention to the unfairness of gender equality. It constructs an opposition between the privileged men and the unprivileged women. It aims to lessen the power of privileged males, so it's not just reporting about occurrences, but it is trying to, to make a difference, stepping in as researchers and, and, and trying to, to, to bring about a change. Uh, and finally, uh, it disapproves of gender equality regardless of context. That is an important point, so it's not really looking at the situation in Japan as such, but it is uh, taking Japan as just one country where change needs to take place, um, uh, as in other countries as well. So this is the feminist view. But there is also a, a further view that we can highlight, which is what I call now the emic view. So let's say country specialists, Japanologists that look at Japan, and they don't have now the agenda of, of, of uh, feminism, but they call for descriptions, practices of organizations as they are seen from, from inside, from inside the country, from the indigenous perspective, and trying to, to explain and show the understanding of gender equalities as they are part of, of, uh, of the wider societal context. Both of these perspectives, the feminist view and the cross-cultural view, if you want to, the emic view, usually take um, similar perspectives as they take the perspective, often take the perspective of, let's say, uh, the, the minority of, of, of academia. So uh, women are can be perceived as as a, as a, as a um, well weaker position, being in a weaker position in, in business. So trying to 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 assist to 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 give voice to to uh, this clientele, whereas uh, cross cultural management is giving voice to let's say non Western um, societies, non Western business systems um, against uh, the, the the dominance of of the Western model. So they. They do take, in many ways, similar positions, but here, apparently, um, there is a contradiction. So the, the feminist view is, is stressing the, uh, the inferior position of, of women, whereas the uh, emic view is somewhat not excusing, but, but trying just to, to explain why, why, why just it is as it is. So there is a disagreement between these two streams, and that might indicate that we can improve in a way both perspectives to, to, to bring them somehow together. Another point that is often stressed when we look at career opportunities of uh, Japanese women within Japan is the option for these Japanese women to actually work for a foreign corporation, for a multinational, uh, often a Western multinational, where conditions might be different. 
And indeed, Western multinationals often are considered to offer more egalitarian working environment models, uh, reflecting home country um, situations. Foreign subsidiaries in Japan are considered to be relief routes, kaishike, uh, uh, for career-minded Japanese women who see that they have not these same opportunities in the domestic context. And finally, these foreign subsidiaries offer women um, the possibility for more advanced positions, better training opportunities, better salary, um, also because of the fact that there is no such thing as at the very start of a career this differentiation between the two tracks of uh, Sogoshuku and Ippanshuku. So this is, this is in a way the background of, of uh, my study and where I'm now trying to come in um, with, with the following in, uh, contributions is as follows. Uh, I would like to, to see to what extent Japanese women have now discarded traditional gender roles in favor of more, uh, more, career, uh, more professional ambitions and career opportunities. Um, I would like to see um, or produce or help to understand more the motivations of Japanese uh, women's career choices, both with regards to foreign corporations and with regards to dom uh, domestic ones. Um, see how and which degree these Japanese women can also be a change agent for a wider change in society beyond the question of career opportunities in Japan for Japanese women, uh, and finally uncover a societal mechanism of more broader relevance, also what can foreign subsidiaries bring in as new ideas to Japan. Foreign companies doing different things abroad is one thing, but if they do uh, different things from, from Japan within Japan, maybe that is also uh, something that uh, can be used as, as uh, something to, to learn from. So what I did so far, my research approach is a qualitative one, so I'm not sending out lots of surveys, um, which I then would statistically analyze. I do interviews uh, with female professionals working in uh, foreign subsidiaries in Japan, mostly those. Um, most have actually also work experience in domestic organizations, but I do increasingly go beyond that. Just just uh, uh, two hours ago, I, I was sitting in Hibiya Park doing an interview with uh, a Western uh, diversity expert. Um, so we were sitting there for two hours, and, and I got also her outsider view, which uh, is also very helpful. So I do do this with semi-structured interviews, one and a half to two hours, um, tape record, and uh, some, some poor student assistants have then to transcribe that. So one hour uh, interview means four, hour, four hours typing. Um, and, uh, well, in the end, I have some, some whatever, 2,000 pages that I will code and, and, uh, uh, and, and, and find some patterns or so in, in that. Um, here you see very quickly, uh, so I actually started out this project that, that was, I was still based in, in the UK at that time with an MSc student, uh, Japanese, uh, did start uh, doing some 33 interviews for her, what was it, undergraduate dissertation, I think, or master dissertation. Um, and I thought, oh, maybe I can quickly publish something out of that. And that was now in 2007, and I've still not published. Uh, because I decided then to, to collect data myself. Uh, halfway it was also an excuse to, to, to come back to one of my pa favorite uh, places in, in the world, which is Tokyo, to continue to collect some data. Um, 
and so the 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 the, the male westerner you see there on the slide that's that's me um, and I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm doing these, these interviews and, uh, yes, I, I, I see here already in the audience, some of, uh, those who have kindly agreed to continue, um, collect, uh, so doing interviews with me. Um, and th that is in a way you are in a way my, my, my data source. Let's come now to the findings. So what, um, what picture do I, can I present you? If I had given this presentation when I started this project, um, I had a much clearer picture. It was easier for me uh, to see this picture. It wa uh, was or would have been easier to present that picture to you because it was a much more straightforward picture. One of discrimination, little career opportunities for women, full stop and I would not have had to, to explain much more. And then I could move on to the Western, to the, to the foreign subsidiaries and explain the differences. But in these last years, in particular in these last years, maybe in the last two, three years, I think in Japan there was a lot of change with regards to, to, to this topic. The question is, of course, how do you compare now? If you compare the current situation in Japan with the, the situation in other countries, I would still come to the conclusion not much has changed after all. Japan is still um, having more ish problems in, in, in this, uh, with regards to this issue than, than many other countries have, uh, in particular, let's say, Scandinavia or so. If, however, we don't take a comparison with regards to different countries, but take a comparison within Japan in terms of time, and look this, at the situation now and, and the situation 10 years ago, I would then come to the conclusion that, yes, a lot has, has changed. So it is very much a question of what is, with what do we compare now? Do we compare with other countries or do we compare within Japan in different time horizons? Um, so therefore, it is a much more ambiguous picture that, that, that I get confronted with when I, when I do my interviews. But nevertheless, I would argue that female managers are still they're an exception. There's still a strong rigidity in Japanese corporations due to also societal um, very much ingrained uh, patterns. Um, and also interestingly, other with, so when, when Japan came into the crisis uh, some, some 20 years ago, many things have changed where you could have argued, well, maybe they have some, some some value, but nevertheless, Japan changed in terms of, I don't know, a seniority system or um, lifelong employment or so. And it would have much been much more difficult to defend the, the apparent discrimination in terms of uh, women having a career. But nevertheless, that was very sticky and not much has changed on that side. So indicating that even though this is not something where you can easily defend it in terms of, of managerial uh, reasons, Nevertheless, this has not changed for a long time, indicating that this is very much ingrained and, and not easy to be changed. So why? Um, if it's not that easy to change, and it is so much ingrained, culture somehow must play a role. And what I'm, what I'm putting up here in, in italics, uh, um, these are citations uh, so to give you a bit of a flavor of, of my, my, my findings. 
so a, a citation that I did get was, the status of women is something which has been ingrained in the culture for centuries, and that's difficult to change. So women are exposed to a strong pressures of conformity with these traditional female roles, still. So what kind of cultural reasons? How can we break that down? So first of all, expectations from, from men. As a quote, uh, men expect women to stay at home, do the cleaning, cook for the men, and raise the children. So it makes working difficult unless you meet someone with great understanding. I would argue there are more and more in the young generation uh, men who have that understanding. The question is, to which extent? Are they now just weekend fathers, or are they actually also engaged within the week? So, so again, there is, there is not a clear picture anymore. So, but not only men exert pressure, but also from other women, uh, mothers, relatives, friends, as again the citation, I think the women, it's the women who have this strong stereotype. It's the women in Japan who pull the legs of each other. Yeah? So if, you're, if you are a working mom and, and your obento uh, does not, that you give your child to, to school and it does not look as sophisticated, then the child uh, will not have the, the same, is not in the same position with, with the other uh, children and uh, that, that translates to the position this woman has or this mother has with regards to the other uh, mothers and so on. Another point is that cultural barriers uh, in terms of gender equality uh, are also there in, even, even with career-oriented women. Uh, it's not possible for men and women to be completely equal. The brain is different. Physically, they are different. That is a citation that I got from a career woman. Yeah? So even... Um, and I, I had heard that often there is still the understanding it's completely justified or it is justified that uh, men make more money than, than women. After all, they have more responsibility. And indeed, in Japan, the, the wage differential for the, same, for the same job is about 30%. Yeah? Uh, men do make about 30% more uh, than women on, in, on the same job. So these were some cultural reasons, but there are also more hands-on, if you want, to managerial reasons why women don't have the same opportunities in, in these corporations. Uh, separation of male and female spheres. So a woman's role involves a great deal of admin, such as photocopying. Men don't have to do this. So in, within companies, or before, here, at, at, on campus, we are here on, on, on Sophia campus, uh, uh, you, you can testify to that that women and and so male and female students they obviously they they have the same abilities they uh, they graduate at the same time but then uh, women have a completely different jobs assigned than 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 men once they once they go into 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 the workplace. Um, focus on on, on group cohesion. Uh, men have to gather together. Um, so men have to gather together and go for their men-only nights out. Women cannot socialize because they have their responsibilities at home. And of course, we all know how much uh, decisions are actually taken over, over a glass of beer, and, and women are not uh, in, in these circles. Um, focus on group homogeneity. I think also in Japan a very important issue, not to be neglected. Men at work are one group, 
and they just like people who are similar to them. Maybe they are even scared or feel threatened by something which they don't understand, that is women. Also foreigners, huh? another weird species here. Huh? Um, uh, and and this, this group homogeneity has, has always, uh, so homogeneity, the other side of homogeneity is discrimination. You can only be a homogeneous group that, that is very well doing, so very, uh, so f uh, has very sophisticated decision-making processes. So homogeneity can have really advantages, but in order to have that homogeneity, you need to protect yourself from outsiders. And, and in this very fine-tuned way of decision-making, women can already perceive to be outsiders. And then we have the hierarchical uh, corporate structures. Again, a citation. I do think that there is still a strong stereotype, which is that women are inferior to men and are just not part of these hierarchical structures that do exist in companies. And then a, a very... Bottom line factor, sunk costs. And so I don't want now to, to point the finger at these uh, corporations that do stupid things like di discriminating women. Um, in, 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 in the given context, there is also rationale to that. Because if women do leave the company, let's say after marriage or uh, childbirth, why should a company invest in, in training and uh, career development if this woman is leaving? So this, this would constitute sunk costs. Of course, it's now difficult to say where we're, so it's chicken-egg thing. So uh, women might leave the corporation because they don't have any career opportunities anyway. Uh, and that, because of that leave, but the corporations will say, well, why should I... Um, uh, invest in, in, in the career of a woman if she is leaving. No? So what, what, what is coming first here? Uh, so it, sh it shows you the dilemma that, that, that we have here. Um, another point is that diversity, to increase diversity, is difficult to build up. So let's assume we have a board. Um, or a, a team, a, a, a group of decision makers all male. And now one woman will come into this group. Do you think because of her different ideas of bringing in new, new thoughts uh, about different perspectives, do you think this group would increase in performance? We could also use another example, uh, bringing in a foreigner or bringing in someone with a with a different um, uh, background as, as a study. Um, do you think that th this would Im increase the performance due to bringing in new perspectives? Usually, as so experiments show, it's not the case. So one woman in an all-male team would, in a way, only disturb. And the, 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 the majority, the men, would not really take on board what this woman would bring in. So experiments show that you need a, so for a minority to have a real voice that is then also accepted by others, you need about 30%. So if you start, so if, if you start at zero in a way and you bring in, let's say you start out with 10% with women, chances are that the performance will actually start, first of all, to go down. So it's not that uh, you, you bring in one woman and the performance goes up a bit, you bring in another woman and the performance goes up, continues to go up a bit. That would be a nice trajectory, and everyone would see, oh, yeah, we should do that. But probably, probably 
the, the, the you, you would have a decrease in performance before you raise to and go above uh, the, the, the all-male um, team performance. So, um, I've given you a couple of, of reasons why I believe uh, this problem does exist. Um, what has also changed is the situation or the perspective women take to this issue. Um, so there is an attitudin attitudinal uh, transformation and the way uh, women don't, are not satisfied anymore with the situation they, they have been in. Women are not just obeying the men any longer, they've become more opinionated and act on their own thoughts. So they have more career ambitions, uh, career ambitions that they have difficulties to pursue in the domestic context. As I mentioned before, we can take a feminist perspective now towards interpreting this uh, situation, which would look like this. Um, so we have the privileged men who are discriminating the underprivileged women. Who the bad guys are is pretty clear here, huh? the guys. Um, and I, I was wondering to which degree these Japanese career women agreed to this perspective. And for me, rather interestingly, that was not what Japanese women had in mind in a way when they talked about this. Uh, so I did ask about the role that men have in this situation. Are they the bad guys? Are they the oppressors? Or maybe are they also somehow being oppressed? And interestingly, what I found from the answers of, of uh, the, my interviewees was that it's not necessarily only about gender, but also and maybe even more so about age. So what age group are we, are, we, are we talking about? And maybe also not just about individuals, but the system, if you want, to the corporate system as such. So I mentioned the constraints that, that, that women feel uh, in terms of their self-actualization, but we can also talk about these constraints for men, because men, it, at least younger men, often don't wish to have all these long work uh, hours anymore uh, that, that they perceive as increasingly onerous or, or also don't see the, the, the reason for that and would like to spend more time at home with uh, uh, the family and so on. Uh, quote now for, for, from a woman, uh, the whole socializing culture where you have to go drinking with your boss every day, young people don't want this anymore. They value their personal lives. So Japanese women in many ways sympathize with Japanese men because they also feel constrained. And Japanese women also um, see the, the, the change in values that, that young men have. I don't know to which degree also there is a change in behavior, but at least as a kind of first step, uh, Japanese men, young men, start to have different values about the, 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 the role of, of genders and, and so on. So how does that now translate into, into an organizational structure? And I try to, to um, depict my thoughts into this, this uh, organizational pyramid of, of, of a corporation where we do see women and men coming in as, as young, young, young women and men into the corporation. 
And they don't, the both of them don't feel in a way satisfied with their situation because, yes, there is discrimination uh, of, of women in, in, in the corporation, but also men do feel exploited. By whom? By the middle management, maybe up to, to Bucho level, Kacho Bucho or so. Um, because these men came through the system and would not want to change the system. That, that's just the way it is. But I would say that at the very top, the, the, the C-level, CEO and, 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 and those immediately below, they, they might be more the enlightened people, those who would like to have a change in, in, in the corporate culture, but um, don't have maybe also the, the, the power to, to, to bring in such um, touch, uh, uh, change, uh, but I would argue that they are maybe the most the, the allies uh, of of uh, the, the, the the level below because they think more about longer term issues like demographic change and, and and these things. So what should change? I would argue that it is not. If I go back to to, to my previous uh, picture, it's not the situation. We we need to do something here now. Let, let's 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 improve the situation for for, for the women here. I think the, the picture is more complex. Um, it is the, 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 the crux of, of, of the, uh, the problem, I think, is uh, the issue is that the employment system in Japan is highly specialized. It's highly specialized also in terms of gender roles. So the men dedicate themselves very much to, to their job. And they can only do so because they have the backup at home, um, the women who are looking after the family. And so the traditional role, again, is a complete separation between men dedicating themselves completely to, to work, and they only can do that because of the women being at home. And, for, and the, the feminist model would look like, yes, we want equal opportunities, but of course we are willing also to take the same duties and obligations. And with this highly specialized model, that simply doesn't work. If, if men are completely, continue to work, long hours and women would now want to do the same thing they can only do so if they are single or at least don't have children but that is of course not a sustainable model for an entire society that might be an individual choice but for the society it just doesn't work like that yeah so i would argue that in order to bring the women into the company you need also to bring the men into the family so that if the child is sick, that uh, the women can can stay uh, can can go on a business trip or so, because then the the the, the husband would step in, the father would step in, and 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 uh, bring the, the the child to the to the uh, to the doctor or pick the child up from kindergarten or so. Yeah? Um, so it is a very different perspective, and I think a much more realistic perspective than this traditional. Um, perspective that, that feminists would take in this process. So there are some blind spots, if you want to, in this uh, feminist uh, uh, approach. Um, so Japanese women are, uh, do not perceive male oppression as the male problem, and obtaining the same rights in this uh, context uh, and taking on the same duties is just not the solution. So the Japanese employment system depends very much on women's exclusion from it, and that needs to be 
changed. So therefore, I would argue that the feminist approach needs to take a more context-sensitive uh, uh, approach to understanding the situation in Japan. But also the emic approach, so the cross-cultural management approach, also should um, take, take a, a different uh, perspective. Um, and not try to just excuse, in a way, uh, oppression, but be becoming more sensitive to, to this issue as well. Um, so change processes should also be taken into account. So there is something changing in Japan, and often uh, those with the emic view are still kind of defending or trying to describe an, old, uh, an, an, an outdated uh, model and is not, are not really perceiving um, the change that is actually uh, occurring. So we do see uh, as managerial um, implications that we need more context-specific models to understand also uh, change processes. Uh, and the goal of gender equality efforts in Japan should, as I mentioned before, not only bring the women into uh, the workforce, but also the men into the family uh, or the, the household. Um, and the key, I would argue, is work-life balance that needs to change not just for women, but also for men. So far, the situation in, in Japanese corporations, let me briefly also uh, discuss uh, what the, the other choices Japanese women have, which is to work in a foreign company. So it is, first of all, a professional choice. And let me give you some reasons. Challenging tasks offered by foreign employers, more so than by uh, domestic corporations. If you really want to have a meaningful job, then foreign subsidiaries are the place to be. Or performance evaluation. I feel that because in foreign subsidiaries you are judged purely on performance, you have a much better chance for promotion. The remuneration is another aspect. If you think about the rewards you get when you are successful, Gaishi, so the, the foreign subsidiaries, will financially compensate you properly. So in summary, again a quotation, we are attracted to foreign subsidiaries because that's the only place we, have, we can have a good career. So these are career reasons why women wor want to work for foreign corporations. They are not, they are not new. We, we, we know that. What maybe has not been really looked at so far is not that there are beyond career choices, also lifestyle choices or lifestyle reasons why women, Japanese women, would like to work more for foreign corporations. Not all women, of course, but a, a, a significant sector, those who speak uh, another language, who have studied abroad, who are more familiar with, with uh, foreign issues. Um, and that is also lifestyle. Um, being taken seriously. I was married and I wanted uh, to have the opportunity not to be judged as a married woman, but to be rewarded for my performance. I really had no opinion, option, sorry, no options but to work for a foreign subsidiary. Absence of gender harassment, another issue. The big difference is that in foreign subsidiaries, policies against gender harassment are actually implemented. I think that's the core. And the environment is regulated. Work-life balance, I mentioned it already as an aspect. I think that foreigners are good at splitting the work and family. Even those people who are really good at their jobs value their family time, and when they want to see friends, they just leave. And the ability of exercise labor law, uh, labor rights, sorry, uh, women in Gaishi know their rights, 
and are quite strong in this sense. In contrast, I feel that Japanese women act too submissive. So you see, there are these more lifestyle choices, including one that maybe also, is, is, um, at least for an outsider as me, uh, was, was surprising, language. Speaking Japanese makes me feel inferior. Speaking English makes me feel equal. I had here uh, one of the last times that I was was here, and I was again uh, uh, hosted uh, by, by by Sophia University. Um, Parissa Girian has been my, my host at that time. I had a Japanese female student um, who was assisting me, and uh, I did a, a survey. I did uh, worked on another project than this one, and this girl, I mean, 22 or so, whatever her age was, she she lived four years in the UK, four years in, in the US. Um, she was on this English-speaking campus, but she was still Japanese, but still with her Japanese friends, she she con continued to speak English. She was not happy uh, in, in this Japanese language environment, and she felt as, as a woman not uh, that, that she could not feel equal. Of course, that is now an extreme case. I'm not suggesting that, that, that this would be now uh, the, um, the norm, but it just indicates to me that there is something also with regards to language. I do language research also, and, and implicit power differences also play actually a, a huge role in, in, in language. So to summarize, uh, with regards now to this uh, lifestyle choice, um, again, some citations. Working in a foreign subsidiary is kind of like working in a different world. I think I'm much freer than women who work in Japanese companies. I often heard the, 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 the term atarashi jibun, a new self. I'm not suggesting now at all that this is a norm or so. Um, not even among those women who work for foreign subsidiaries that might sound very exaggerated to me but it uh, to you sorry but to me it indicated that there is something in that direction and and i actually played the devil's advocate and i often said look okay you, i understand that you are satisfied in this foreign environment uh, so working for this foreign subsidiary but don't 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 believe that uh, we don't have the same problems in in in, in our home context. We we also uh, are facing these problems, and and men also do behave uh, wrongly versus women. And there's also sexual harassment and so on. But but the women, the Japanese women, were the ardent defenders of of these Japanese uh, uh, corporations, and and I was not able to kind of um, change in any way their their, their position there. So there is an emotional liberating side of Japanese uh, women's career choices as well, and these have so far not been really uh, looked at. Um, and in addition, there is a fascination of Western lifestyles. So Japanese women are increasingly dissatisfied with traditional cultural constraints, therefore idealize and over-idealize. Not all, again, certainly only part of those who actually do work for foreign corporations, who again are already a, a specific group. Um, so there is this over-idealization of, of Western, the Western world, and as a consequence, Japanese women are often very loyal uh, employees of, this, uh, of, of these foreign subsidiaries. Um, they also have certainly something to bring in to these uh, corporations, foreign corporations, that uh, that that uh, Japanese men 
might not be able to bring in to that extent. For example, language. Clearly, Japanese women do speak on average a lot better, um, not just on average, but there are much more Japanese women who do speak excellent foreign languages compared to Japanese men. They bring in more flexibility, the willingness to adapt to a foreign culture, more open to change, which is also understandable because if you are, in a way, in, an, in, in, the, in the domestic context, in an inferior position, then it is easier for you to adapt to foreign standards that actually bring you upwards. Whereas uh, for, for Japanese men, obviously, that would be a, 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 a tougher job to, to accept that women now in this foreign context would have the same say-so or so as, as they have. Women who work for foreign companies are proud to work for these uh, foreign companies. They see that they bring in something, but it is a double-edged sword. They also feel as outsiders, and out, to be an outsider is never nice, and if you are living in a culture that uh, stresses very much harmony and, and um, cohesion, then it is all the more a problem. So there's also certain social stigma in, uh, involved by working for a foreign corporation to, to be considered as egoistic, unfeminine, uh, makigumi, uh, I heard that often, or makiinus, maybe not that much uh, an inward anymore as it, as it used to be, but, but, but you see the, the, the context here. No? So are they now cool or are they weird? Uh, that is always... Uh, a, f a fine balance between these two huh? or or acting speaking with a loud voice let's say because that is that is demanded if you are in a foreign context otherwise you are not really taken seriously but then if you are in the Japanese context then being able to, to switch role that is stressful Japanese men don't or Westerners don't have that 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 problem of having to to change between roles and to find the right role in in each o o different occasion, so that is difficult and that is that is stressful. So Japanese women are seeing themselves as forerunners of uh, of change processes, but also at the same time being at the margin, and that is again a dilemma. And such a dilemma situation always causes uh, stress. Um, I do have some more slides, but I think I would like just to, to stop here because we uh, should also have some, some room for question and answers. So I just hope that this presentation um, that I've just given you, which again is very much based on, I'm just reporting in a way, uh, feeding back what, what I have received so far, um, that this has given you an inside bit of what Japanese career women, at least those to whom I spoke, have uh, on their minds, and I hope that um, you and your different roles will will be able to to take some some insights out of that, and may also apply that in whatever context uh, uh, you you find yourself in. And with that, I like to conclude, and thank you for your attention. Thank you.